Okay, Lady Ada, what is this? Oh my goodness, it's that time again. It's a Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. And we're here at the Idford Factory, me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada. And uh, we're broadcasting live, but what we're here for is a show and tell. This is the half an hour every week where we get to hear from people from around the world. What are they making, hacking, coding, 3D printing, sewing? We'd love to know about it. We're going to be here until 7.50. Please mute your mic until we call on you. And we're going to get to some Adafruit folks, and we'll call on other people. So just hold on tight and then get ready to show your demo for two or three minutes when we call on you. Let's start it off with Brent. Hello. Um, I'm hacking this week. I'm hacking on something that Lady Ada was hacking on, actually. I know. Um, this is trends of hacking. Yeah, we're, we're all hacking on these scales. Uh, this is a Dymo scale. It's a poaches scale. It supports up to 10 pounds. And um, Lady Ada spent some time hacking away at it. And this cable over here is actually being read from the Pi portal. And it's for the data coming out from the Dymo scale. And it's being displayed on the Pi portal, which is really neat. But one of the not really neat things about it is that it turns off after three minutes. So we have another cable coming out of this end of the scale, scales with, <laughs> thanks for weighing in on scale, uh, scales with um, all types of cables coming out. Um, that one is actually toggling the, this button over here for grams and ounces. So it doesn't actually get inactive. Um, it never hits that inactivity point, and you can constantly measure things. So if you're measuring like a cold brew uh, coffee over time or a pour over coffee over time, uh, you would be able to use the scale during that point and not have it turn off. Um, and it's the code for it wasn't very complicated. Lady Ada wrote a good amount of it, and then I wrapped it up into a CircuitPython library for if people want to try it on their own, and we'll have a guide on that later this week. Yeah, it's actually interesting. Like the, what's neat about this is we took a scale that wasn't too expensive. They're like 30 bucks. And um, IOTifying it, which you know, took a little bit of code. But what's neat is there isn't really any good off-the-shelf IoT scale, like something that will take weight data and post it to the internet. And that's a, it's a pretty common thing that people want to do. And a lot of, I, I noticed a lot of people end up kind of like making their own scales by hand. I'm like, no, no, it's way easier to take something and, and hack it to, to add Wi-Fi than to try to build it from scratch. So um, this is going to be neat. I think this will be really useful. Um, I've seen people do coffee stuff with it. Yeah, you do pour over. Mm -hmm. um, uh, people who want to keep track of, like, you know, if they have a container um, that evaporates or gets used up, they want to know when to order more or refill of it. Of coffee. Of coffee. Um, I think I definitely hear, like, a trend here. Um, or um, this one is not coffee-related. Uh, beehives. You want to know the weight of the beehive because it'll tell you when it's um, what's going on with your with your hive, and maybe it's time to extract that sweet sweet honey that you can then put in your coffee. I guess there's there's probably somebody who puts honey in coffee. I put honey in tea. Sure. All right, well, thanks, Brent. That's a cool scale, and I'm sure people will look forward to a guide coming out in the next week or two, all about it. All yeah. right, next so, up. from the chat. Thanks for weighing in on that, Brent. <laughs> that's a, a scale, that's good it. puns. Okay, hey, all right, let's so. go to Catney. Uh, Hello. Hi. So I'm currently waiting for this to finish loading. Um, but what I've been working on this week is a Pi Portal project. It does not use networking, which a lot of our Pi Portal projects do. Don't have to. Right. This one uh, is is totally standalone. So what I have here is a Pi Portal with a series of colored buttons and two NeoPixel strips connected 
um, using the very simple uh, JST connectors on the end of the NeoPixel strips. So there's no soldering necessary for this project. It's as easy as plugging into plugs into your Pi portal. And what you do is you, you, you casually drape it around yeah. your neck. You, you toss it behind you. And then you can press a button and it controls one strip at a time. And in theory, you wave your hand over it and then it begins to control the other strip, which is not working at the moment because the issue is that the it uses it uses lighting thresholds um, and it's difficult for me to hold it and have it calibrate properly um, because the light from the screen is changing from where I actually started it up. Okay, um, we believe you. But in theory, you wave your hand over it and controls the other strip. You wave your hand over it again and it controls both at the same time. Okay, and you can change the colors. And yep, you can change the colors to all sorts of things. Well, that's pretty fast uh, response rate too. That's nice. Yeah, and it even does that when you're controlling both of them at the same time. It's real. It's real slick. Okay. And well, there's a guide up. Yes, there is. There is a guide. It was published today. Um, so if you want to uh, change some colors on some NeoPixels with your Pi Portal, uh, check out that guide. It's a very simple project. Um, all you do is you, you toss the code and libraries on there, plug it in, and you are set to go. And nice. it's easy to change the colors as well. You only change them in one place, and it changes both the color of the button and the color that it changes the NeoPixels to. So, code is amazing. Python is amazing. Makes it real easy to work with. All right. Well, thank That's you, Kenny. Yeah. That was an awesome guide. Good work with that. Thank you. All right. Next up, let's go to Aaron, who also has some lighting stuff to show off. Yeah, um, so I've been working on this project for a few weeks. It's a little big, so I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to have room to show it here. I have made a, uh, okay, here we go. I've made a dragon out of paper mache, and it's got an egg. And uh, I added down here in the corner a little copper tape capacitive touch switch so that when I touch it, and if you can see how well the dragon's egg mm. lights up, and she's got glowing eyes. Uh, she's got spines that flicker with firelight and then there's also light inside of her mouth uh it's a little hard to see there but I like um, the eyes the eyes are yeah uh so she's uh she's got both neopixel strips and neopixel strands and then this isn't actually a real half of an ostrich egg which oh. i got on amazon did you know you could get ostrich eggs on amazon i just think that's the coolest thing i've ever I know now. discovered yeah um, and yeah, just hooked her all up. There's a circuit playground inside of the egg in there. Um, and then every time I just hit this little copper tape switch, she goes on and off. Um, so this is just made for a wall mount on my wall. And um, I just am absolutely in love with her. I've never done paper mache before, but she just turned out stunning and beautiful. That's yeah, a lovely dragon. Suddenly the dragon lady. So All right. while, while you're showing this off, Phil is, is looking at Amazon for all sorts of different ostrich eggs. I don't understand. It's free. It could be here like tomorrow. <laughs> this makes no sense. We're going to have zero ostriches left. And we're going to have to like find another planet that has ostriches. Anyways. Right, you're absolutely right. You can get one delivered. There's like yeah, 10. I was very excited. There's a smell, lot of vendors too. They smell they terrible when you cut them in half, just an FYI. But uh, yeah, like, uh, like I was, yeah, reviews and people have opinions. There's like holders. Okay, cool. All right, sweet. Thanks, Aaron. We've learned a lot. Okay, next up, Colin and Colin's cat. Hey, hey oh, yeah. Uh, Mitty's making a little debut. She's really bored and kept tapping me on the arm, so I picked her up. And now she'll be on the show 
Um, anyway, uh, besides that, uh, so like making things like music and art, sometimes you get stuck. They call it a creative block and you need a little inspiration. So one thing I've been a fan of besides owning a cat, which can be great for inspiration and living in the moment is this thing. It's a deck of cards made originally back in 1975, I believe by, uh, Peter Schmidt who's a painter and Brian Eno, who is a musician you probably heard of. And if I change over, Whoa. you'll see my cat's fur. Mitty, if you'll excuse us for just a sec. Thank you, cat. Anyway, that was, hey, totally live live TV. Um, I don't know if you can see this. It looks like it's not. Oh, like, there it goes. Yeah. So it's a deck of cards that with each card has a little thing on it. A little uh, either instruction, a suggestion, or cat hair, perhaps. <laughs> and it could be simple, emphasize the flaws, do the words deed changing, disconnect from desire. And so basically it's, it's like a practice in divergent thinking. You know, it gives you another way, another idea that wasn't on your current track that you can incorporate into what you're making. And when you're stuck, that can be really helpful. So I thought it would be great to have an electronic version of this. So I made an electronic Pi portal. I mean, electronic oblique strategies on the Pi portal. I can't tell from my little preview if you can see that. There you go. There you go. Um, and so this is a little title screen. You just tap on the screen. Honor thy error as a hidden intention. Well, I do that pretty often automatically. But uh, you tap and you can get another one. Allow an easement. An easement is the abandonment of a stricture. So you can keep tapping till your your creative block is broken. I guess, or maybe you'll, you'll end up just making a pie portal project. Or maybe, hey, maybe you can use it and get meta here. You could just use it to make pie portal projects, as long as they're pretty creative and weird. All yeah. right. Well, that's, that's my thing. There's right. a guide up for it now. Thank you so much, Colin. Cool. Okay. All right. Next up, JP. Welcome back. Hey. Thank you. It's great to be back. Uh, and. Regarding these ostrich eggs, there are actually six people currently searching for a new source of ostrich eggs in outer space. And the reason I know that <laughs> is because I have an astronauts in space pie portal counter. So this is telling me uh, by going to, uh, I think it's openstats.org with the API, it checks and sees a bunch of different things. One of the things you can search for is how many humans are out there in space right now? The answer is six. Well, when uh, I first wrote this code, it was three. So it's definitely working. It's not hard yeah. to code it in. Doubled. It doubles every week, I think it is. So it's going to oh, be no. We will find the eggs. Uh, and not only does it tell you the number, but uh, it also allows you to tap the screen and get a list of the names and their locations in that they are all on the International Space Station. So it says their their names followed by ISS. We have uh, to like um, get a video of this during like one of the launches and like maybe it'll say like suborbit. See when it crosses. <laughs> <That'd be nice. laughs> yeah. That'd be nice, yeah. I don't know what all info they put in that. Uh, there's JSON I don't, I don't file. know who updates it, but I mean, they keep it up to date because it was three and, and not six. And how secure is that? Because it'd be fun to go add stuff to it. Ostrich uh, Space. Uh, in space. So that's a Pi Portal project that I'm working on, and I'll, I'll uh, talk about that more on my show tomorrow. And uh, I also have another guide that I just put out, which is this Bitcoin Pi Portal project. It's Pi Whoa, Portal. Bitcoin went up. So this is telling us the current value of a uh, Bitcoin, which uh, is what four thousand and forty-six dollars, which is up a bit from yesterday. Yeah. More like thirty-eight hundred yesterday. 
Um, so there are actually two projects that are in this guide, which just came out. Uh, this one and then a variant on it, which will tell you the value of your total um, Bitcoin wallet in the currency of your choosing, as long as you're choosing US dollars, euros, or uh, British, uh, uh, Great Britain pounds, GBP. Um, and so we're doing some neat stuff there in, in that guide with transformations. We have a text transform uh, uh, function within the PyPortal constructor that allows us to do things like go and do some math on the values that are coming from the JSON file, or in this case, we're just doing some uh, text formatting and adding a uh, appropriate um, currency symbol in front of the, um, the value before it gets displayed. So that's kind of a new thing we haven't shown in any of our other PyPortal guides. So if you're wondering about how do I massage my uh, strings and data when it comes in from the JSON file? Check out the two Bitcoin uh, projects in that guide and uh, you'll have some ideas. All right, thank you. We're, we're pushing the the bounds of, of PyPortal projects. So each one's a little bit different. Right on, yeah. There's, there's so much you can do and I think we're doing a nice uh, uh, sort of eclectic mix of things that hopefully give people foundations to do way different stuff than, than any of us are imagining. For example, yeah. sports scores. Someone might do that. We Someone could. might do it eventually. It's definitely yeah. not gonna be you or me, but somebody else will. Who knows? Right. Coming, it's out. All right, see you tomorrow. Hey, now, Pedro. Hey, what's up, folks? Sorry, I didn't hear you. No, it's all yeah. good. Say goodbye. All right. Uh, yeah, so I did a small update to last week's project. It was a little light switch uh, mounting adapter for the Pi Portal. So uh, Andy Lear on Twitter said, hey, how about a, an outlet version? Let's, let's do that. So uh, I put together one, and it turns out my kitchen actually has one of these. Uh, so this is a, a little design here. It is, um, you can use the same um, mount uh, for the Pi Portal. It's sort of a little hook design where it comes off. Um, and I have a little cat animation here to show you how it's put together. So it Ooh. is reversible, so it's symmetrical. So it can go on the left or the right. So that's a little update there. And then Pedro's got a really cool one that uh, also uses the Pi Portal. This is a Star Trek inspired alarm clock using Pi Portal. It also, other than telling the time, it also gives you a little bit of weather data there. You can kind of see the icons there. Yeah, so yeah. it's pulling that info in there. There's a collaboration with uh, David Stells. Did the design on this one. And oh, you get that shiny snooze on there. What's, is it a vinyl cut? Yeah, that is a vinyl cut. graphic. Good yeah. eye there. Yeah, so yes. we got that all over. Nice. And of course, you can customize the design. For this one, we're using the Power Boost 1000C to charge the LiPo battery inside. You have a very uh, variety of options for recharging that. You also got a barrel jack on the back here, as well as the USB-A charging that. And then all you can get all the access to programming and the SD card on the side there. Nice. And the uh, using the arcade button, we just stripped that down. We have a guide on how to do that. And then this is just custom key on there. And if we wait okay. about a minute, hopefully you can see the alarm. Yes. It should be like any second because it's it like, yeah. Uh, we, we got the 30 millimeter uh, speaker on the top there. Right. Yeah. So you hit go. And then you can see that it is going to be snoozing for 10 uh, minutes. 10 seconds right now. Oh, I seconds. want it to go pretty quick. Uh, so you can change the alarm by hitting the little bell icon there. There's the you got to tap the screen to clear the alarm. Yeah. So that's how you would do it uh, once it's showing. Ah, okay. Uh, and then you can change the time by uh, 
clicking on the little uh, bell icon. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Oh, now it's in night mode because it got dark. Yes. It also has a night mode, which yeah, is really cool. Cut out here for the sensor. And yeah. Point it towards the light. It should come back on. Yeah, and then that's you changing yeah. the time. It does, it does too much. Okay, so <laughs> it does too much. Dave <laughs> added also a thing. It can like turn on your coffee mug or something. Yeah, like, yeah, some his coffee thing. It can. Yeah. He's got some like Internet of Things coffee brewer, so it can automatically yeah. make yeah. the coffee in the morning, which is pretty yeah, interesting. Yeah. So he does right. have code over there for future, um, you know, that's connecting with uh, Adafruit.io. So, uh, yeah, check it out. The, the learn guide is very thoroughly documented. So okay, we out. have to add like a, like a motor that yeah. like pours water on you. <laughs> yeah, <awesome. laughs> All right, we'll be showing that video tonight. And then somewhere in the world, you probably just sent Dave some coffee. So, <laughs> excellent. Okay. Thanks, Chris. Right, Thanks, so we're going to go to Rick and then Wayne. Hello, Hello Rick, Rick and, and assistants. Hi. Hello. Uh, first Hi. Time show here. Can you hear me? Hi, yeah, yeah. Hello, hello. Okay. My junior makers here. Um, hello, junior makers. So first, uh, first and foremost, I wanted to thank Adafruit for sponsoring the microchip uh, IoT week because I was one of the uh, yay my photo winners. Yeah, and I just loaded the basic uh, weather. Uh, I can't wait to update to the new one, but just the basic uh, uh, weather app. Um, okay. I, put where, I put it to where I want to be, not where I am. That's so, fine. It's a good idea. That looks much nicer than the weather here. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. um, oh, so, hey. so we uh, uh, recently the they're, they're both Girl Scouts and they did the uh, Pinewood Derby, and oh. um, so we uh, I helped my daughters make those. Of course, um, I helped them. I helped them, right? Um, <laughs> but uh, Quinn here wanted to do a Galaxy car, so. We started thinking about how to do that with lights. Um, bought some, I bought a trinket and a Gemma, um, thinking I could do some needle pixels. That got a little too involved. Um, so I found these um, little white flashing um, LEDs. Mm. Um, this is just hooked up to a three volt battery. Very easy. Yeah, that'll work. Um, so I thought about putting those in with a uh, LiPo battery, like two in a series, doing several in parallel, but it blinked very, uh, synchronously um, alternating and, mm. and I couldn't get it to make it more of a star pattern. So I just started to go nine volt or decided to go nine volt and do like uh, four in series, um, three, uh, three different uh, parallel uh, uh, groups of four in series. And that ended up working a lot better. Um, I took a T light um, and took the switch out of the T light and the metal contacts out of the T light and created my own nine volt battery because the nine volt ended up being too big. So I took three CR2032s and put them in a bottle cap. And the bottle cap, mm -hmm. the pop bottle cap and a water bottle cap nest really nicely within one another. I don't know if you can nice. see that. Yes. Um, and the switch out of the uh, tea light and made uh, the, um, the starry car. So it, they kind mm -hmm. of, at first they start. And I'm not oh, sure what's great. really in effect, how they're affecting one another, but um, it turned out kind of, the more you let it go, the more random they get. It'll, yeah. de it'll dazzle the other competitors and they'll be confused and they won't win. Yeah, that'll work, yeah. yeah. That is, well, a, way. That is a strategy. Car. Yeah, it wasn't the fastest car, but it did win um, best in show. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's got stars on the award. Right. So it's, it's very galaxy -esque. Good work. Good work, you. Good work. So the other one, even though it isn't electronic, she wanted to show you her car real quick yeah. too. So let's see the next one. 
It's a. It won second place. It's a ketchup ball. Oh, it's ketchup. When, it's adorable. When the car, when the car was racing, did you say ketchup? 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 Because anyway, thank you. And I. And she won second place for the designs. So. Yay! Well, that, that's not that's not all you want. You each get a as seen on the show and tell stickers. So if you can have. Um, Dad, email us. Um, we'll uh, we'll send you out a sticker, two, two stickers. So just awesome. email. Yeah, congratulations. Keep coming back and showing your projects. These are excellent. All right, thank you. Yay, right. thanks. All right, Wayne, you're up. Hey, Adafruit. Um, you might remember me from uh, last summer. I yep. was uh, showing you guys some buoys that I was making, and um, you guys sent me an Adafruit um, as seen on... Uh, uh, TV, I forget, whatever. I just yeah, uh, seen on show and tell. And uh, I just wanted to give you an update on where um, where this thing is. So let me see if I can share my screen. So uh, the one that um, the one that your sticker is in wow. is um, is about uh, I don't know about three thousand miles away off the coast of um, Ireland or Portugal, Spain. So there is a uh, an native fruit sticker out in the middle of the ocean out there, and it's uh, it's going strong. Right. So, wow. uh, so so far so good. Um, but actually, what? I was going to show off some. Uh, I have a question. More. What happened in like in that yellow? There's a big gap. What do you think happened? It just couldn't. Oh, get um, hold on here. Yeah, no, that is um, that is not updating. We can talk to the buoy and that is um, a lack of uh, updating it to say, hey, conserve battery power. So uh, during those times, it was on too much and it ended up it dying because that was right around, you know, December time frame. Okay, so, so, it's it, winter. so yeah, now it's summer, it's lighter out, it's it's more sunny, so it's up. Yeah, so, yeah, so now actually it'll be good for the next, um, you know, it should be good for the next... Uh, uh, a couple of months, and um, actually, that's a voltaic um, one of your or voltaic um, solar Those panels. Those are good, yeah, they're great quality. They make good ones, and of course, we've got your um, your solar lipo um, charger on board too, and uh, and well, pretty much everything is Adafruit inside. But I was going to show off just one quick thing. I ended up making um, about fifty of these uh, this past summer for a customer. So if you heard any in the news about a um, organization called the Ocean Cleanup. Yeah. They're trying to do some cleanup um, of the ocean, and so they ended up wanting some inexpensive buoys. So they have a bunch of these, um, and they're they're trying to do some rework of their of their design out in Hawaii right now. But anyway, the point is, um, if you're going to make a lot of something like that, I, I found a great use of my 3D printer, which is I don't know if you could tell what that that is, but that's one of your solar lipo chargers, mm -hmm. which has a um, which has a capacitor on it. So if you're gonna solder 50 of these, it's really nice to just make a little uh, frame, yeah. I guess a jig, oh, yeah. so a solder jig for it and uh, makes it quite easy to uh, to solder them. And uh, also happen to have one for your um, ultimate GPS. So it has oh, a little uh, Molex plug on the other side. So if you got to make a lot of something, make a jig for it. Jigging up, totally. Yeah. Jigging is, it's the, it's the extra effort that saves you time. And of course, yeah. how's it sending the location back? Is it using like the rock? Yes. Rock yes. thing. It, it uses the, um, the rock block, uh, iridium yeah, rock satellite block. modem. Yeah. And, uh, they work just great. And the people at rock block, I, I don't know if you've, you've met them, or you know about them. They're just great, great folks in the UK. Um, they just did a post actually on this, on their blog. So you can find it on their blog and some kind of cool pics about it, but, um, they're great. Great people, and these things are rock solid. They just 
they just work. It's, um, it's really great. So if you have any time you want to, you know, have something that's out beyond cell service um, and you can't use LoRa, um, you know, it could be in Antarctica, you can definitely use a rock block and it's maker friendly. We actually have a site now, so you can, it's called Maker Buoy is what this is called now. Yeah. So you can find it um, um, online. I have a site and um, mostly it's for kind of custom customized versions. So we're making some for some, uh, some universities in the, uh, in Europe right now. Where, That's great. Um, but it's all, all eat of fruit components almost. And uh, they just work. I'll just say that much. The hardware just Yay. works. Um, well, emails for another sticker you can send across the world or space or wherever. Um, but email sure. me PT at Adafruit and I'll do another post about this. I'll put this video in and this will help get the word out about your efforts and rock block and all that. Just email me directly and um, we'll, we'll, we'll help uh, showcase what's been made and maybe the type of things that you want to do. Sure. Well. All right. Okay. Thank All you. Right, thanks so much, Wayne. This is fantastic. That's awesome. And thanks for the update. Right. I love seeing that graphic. Yeah. That's so cool. All right. Well, that's the show and tell this week. Thank you, everybody. We're here every single week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thanks for making this the best half an hour of our week every single week. Um, if you're on the show and tell, email support at Adafruit. We'll send you out a sticker. Thanks, Brent. Met, thanks, Colin. Colin. Thanks, Aaron. JP. Kenny. No, Pedro. Rick. And, and kids. Yep. And, and Wayne. Wayne. Thank you so much. We'll see everybody on Ask an Engineer in a couple minutes. Thank you, everybody.